This is the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you're with us today. We're going to have a great podcast. So let's get right to it as we begin to look at our topic today. Thank you so much. We're looking at frequently asked questions about roofing. I know you were just thinking, I woke up this morning asking questions about roofing. Well, we're going to answer those today on the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, and we're glad you're part of the podcast today. Let's give it up for the great audience we've got in here with us today. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, well, let's get started. So frequently asked questions about roofing. I'm Ed Hill. I'm the host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, recorded right here in Memphis, Tennessee, near Graceland. Well, actually, it's many miles away, but I am right here in the Memphis area. But we're talking today as the host of Memphis Home Maintenance Show about frequently asked questions about roofing. Now, here's the thing you need to know that will help you a lot. Not only am I the host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show, which I think I've told you three times already now, something like that, but I'm also a senior consultant with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee. I've been in the roofing industry since 2008. The questions I'm going to give you today are among the most often asked questions about roofing. And I'm pretty sure that one or two of these will be a question or two that you have. So let's get right to it. Number one, what is that dark stain I see on my shingles? So the question usually comes up when I'm at a home or a business and we're looking at the roof and part of that roof, usually the northern facing slopes, are, are visually stained, kind of a dark look to the shingles. But if you go on the southernmost facing sides, it's still... Uh, relatively clean and looks more like the color of the roof that was originally installed. So that question comes up a lot. What is that dark stain I see on my shingles? Well, here's the answer. It's algae. Algae is an organism. It's, uh, think of it this way. It's like a plant, a small plant that grows on your roof. It's mostly a southern thing. Ain't it great living in the south? Now, if you're above the Mason-Dixon line in the north of the United States or in different parts of the east or west coast, this might not be a, a major issue, but it definitely is in the wet climate, the humidity and everything that goes with that in the south and some other parts of our country. And this would be true in the same uh, regions, you know, across the hemispheres as well but we're thinking mostly of the United States. Well, it's algae. It grows on the northern-facing slopes. Now, how does it do that? Does it have a compass? No. <laughs> the way it grows that way uh, most often is because the northern-facing slopes in the, uh, of course, the northern hemisphere get relatively, on average, relatively less direct sunlight across the course of the year. Now you realize what that means. With less sunlight, there tends to be more moisture on that slope. And guess what? Algae loves moisture and it grows there. Now, here's the good news. 
it can be cleaned off to restore the color of the roof. There's kind of a debate as to whether or not algae affects the roof, um, you know, destroys it. I guess in theory, over time, um, I'm going to have to research that little part of this question. I guess it could have an effect. But the main thing in terms of, of near time, like the next five or 10 years, the main thing is people just hate what it does to the color that they chose for their root. So yes, you can find uh, right here locally in Memphis, now Masters Roofing does not do it, but there are companies that will gently wash almost like a rinse. We're not talking about scrubbing the roof, which will remove the granules of the shingles, and, and that'll definitely damage your roof. You don't want to do that. But you can find a qualified company, check them out, that can clean your roof and restore it uh, more to the original color that you installed with those shingles. It won't be like brand new looking because again, it has a, uh, age and wear and tear on it, but it will be closer to the color of your roof when you last put it on. You can even have uh, some companies like RoofMax locally can clean the roof and they apply a, a laminate on it. It's oil-based. That's about all I know about it. You can call them for more, more information. RoofMax locally in Memphis and there may be a branch near you. I don't make any money from them for telling you this. It's just a service. And they can clean the roof and put that finish on there which will help keep it clean for, I think, about five years. So anyway, talk to them and learn more about that. Now, here's a second question. What is the difference between three-tab shingles and architectural shingles? And some people call those dimensional shingles. All right, here's the answer. Now, you need to know this first. We in the roofing industry are extremely clever and creative people. And therefore, we carefully named the three-tab shingle for the following reason. When you pull it out of the wrapper and you start to nail it on, you'll notice it has, huh, what do you know, three tabs. See how clever we are? So the three-tab shingles, um, let me make this real simple. When you were growing up as a little boy or girl, that's probably the type of shingle that was on the home you grew up in. It has three tabs on it. It's flat. It's not architectural, not dimensional. It's just a regular old flat shingle like you might put on a shed or a doghouse. It has a 60 to 65 mile an hour wind rating. And in a four season climate like Kentucky or Virginia, which has a distinct summer, a distinct fall with cooler temps, a distinct winter where it's uh cold, you know, for three or four months, and then a distinct spring when the winter stops, and then you have a spring, and then you go to a, a briefer summer than it is here in Memphis. That's a four-season climate, all right? In a four-season climate, a three-tab shingle theoretically will last up to 25 years. An architectural shingle has depth to it. I mean, you can actually feel and see that it is a uh, thicker shingle. And there are different grades of an architectural shingle with um, obviously more depth and, and weight to them. 
Those range from about 110 miles an hour wind rating to 130 to uh, allegedly uh, GAF makes a Timberline HDZ that has an unlimited wind rating when installed properly. So that gives you an idea of the wind ratings on an architectural. And again, in a four-season climate, an architectural shingle theoretically may last up to 30 years. Woohoo! Ah, time out. Memphis, where I'm recording and many of you are listening, does not have a four-season climate. It doesn't. We have two seasons here. Really hot and really cold. Can I get agreement on that? Absolutely. That's what we've got. So our summer lasts, it seems like, nine months. It seems like. I mean, it starts getting hot in April, and it stays hot until like the end of October or even into parts of November, or sometimes it seems like in December it gets hot. This is a very unusual place. But here's my point. Because we don't have a short summer, a definable spring, and a definable fall, and a definable winter like Kentucky or Virginia do, because of that, our shingles, our roofs take a beating. And unlike the Timex, which takes a licking and keeps on ticking, the shingles don't. They get worn, they wear out, they have all kinds of issues that happen with them, primarily because of the heat, and they just don't last 25 to 30 years in Memphis. For example, if a roof is inadequately or not even ventilated at all and has several layers, a 25-year shingle will probably last about 15 years tops. And an architectural shingle, maybe 20. I've seen that many times. Like They're just, just enormously worn out because of the lack of adequate ventilation or maybe there's more than one layer. That's like wearing a coat in the summer, all right? You just don't do that. So uh, that's the difference between three-tab shingles and architectural. Now, the price difference is, is there is a difference, but it's not that great between a three-tab and an architectural. Spend the extra money already and get a shingle that has a heavier wind rating, and then every time the wind kicks up and a storm blows through, you don't have to run out of the house screaming to see if you lost more shingles. That's the, that's the value of an architectural. Say, so, well, I need to save the money. You're not going to save any money. You're going to spend more money later on repairs. The average roof repair right now in Memphis, depending on what it is, might be $500 to $1,000 to $1,500. And in most cases, on most houses, that's far less than you'll spend to go from a three-tab to an architectural from a 60-mile wind rating to a 110-mile wind rating. You know, save yourself money by getting the architectural. Does that make sense? It should. Here's number three. Ed, is it okay to put a new roof over an old roof? And what this means is, can I not tear off the existing shingles and just have my happy, friendly roofer just put another roof over that? Uh, the answer in short is no. Don't do it. But, but, but I grew up and my granddaddy did that all the time. That's why he had like 10 roofs 
in uh, 30 years, when a ruse should last, you know, 20 to 30 years itself. You see what I'm saying? But because he put another layer over the existing layer, is it goes back to that idea of would you wear a heavy winter coat in August in Memphis in the, in the month when I'm recording this right now? You would not do that, would you? Not if you're sane. So why would you want your roof to wear a heavy winter coat in August in Memphis? You wouldn't. Your roof needs to breathe. You know, roofs have feelings too. You know what I'm saying? So think about it. You would never do that personally. Don't do that to your roof. It needs to be able to ventilate. And the minor savings that you think you would get by just going with a three tab, you're going to lose that two and three times over from all the repairs you're going to have to make from the shingles that are blown off all the time in Memphis by by the storms we have on a uh, three-tab shingle. Get an architectural. And don't lay over another roof. And the money that you would save on doing that is, again, it's negligible compared to the issue of having to repair it more and more often because you didn't do it the right way. And by the way, in Shelby County, code is two layers maximum and best roofing practices and and warranty practices and so on just says hey do not do more than one layer i mean that's the truth so anyway is it okay to put a new roof over an old roof no number four why does my roof leak sometimes in the winter time here's the answer usually it's due to what are called ice dams in the gutters where the water in the gutters freeze so it can't flow out and when the snow and ice that collect on the eaves begins to melt it melts on the bottom first well now you have liquid water it's not frozen anymore right but it has nowhere to drain off because it is frozen in the gutters but it's it's melting because underneath in the attic and in the home is comparatively warmer than it is on the outside air on the top side of the ice. I know that's complicated, just trust me on it. But when that water begins to back up, think of it as having the Hoover Dam on your roof. More and more liquid water beginning to collect on your roof. I don't care what kind of roof you've got on your house, it will find that tiniest crack or crevice and leak in. So that's why that happens. It doesn't mean your roof is terrible. It means you live in Memphis and our, our uh, homes, the way the homes are built, are often not built to handle all of the ice and snow that we seem to be getting, it seems like, more and more often every winter. So that's why that happens. It doesn't necessarily mean you need a new roof. We would be happy to look at your roof and to help you determine if, in fact, you do need one. Probably you don't. It's just a thing in Memphis, okay? Here's question five. When is the best time to replace my roof? Here's the answer. Before you need to due to interior damage caused by leaks. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? 
Don't put it all. Say, well, I know I need to do it now, and I have a little bit of a leak here, and blah, 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 and I'm going to wait, and maybe it'll be cheaper next year. I'm going to tell you right now, your roof will definitely not be cheaper next year, not the way things are now. So save yourself tons of money and do your roof now. You can call me at 901-273-6594, and we will inspect your roof. We will give you an estimate for your roof. We will be happy to help you buy a roof, or if your roof is legitimately storm damaged, depending on who your insurance company is and the type of damage, there's a chance we could get it paid for through insurance. But listen, uh, that's going to be one of my questions. I'm going to save that. But, uh, you know, we can help you do that. Now, why is it best to do this before you need to? Because if you have wood floors in your home and that big leak happens and the floors are affected, and let's say your entire upstairs and downstairs has wood floors, you have any idea how much wood flooring costs now? I mean, it might be thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, a hundred thousand dollars, depending on your home and how much wood flooring you've got, and not to mention the stains on the drywall and the mold and mildew and all of that. Hey, the best time to replace your roof is before you need to. All right, due to interior damage. Here's question number six: Am I required to pay for my roof or part of it before the roof work begins? Here's the answer: No. If you're thinking of hiring someone to replace your roof or even to repair it, don't pay them any money until they complete the work to your satisfaction. So the answer is no. A reputable, successful roofing company does not need to require a down payment for the roof work and certainly not payment in full prior to the project. A reputable, successful roofing company will have money because they're successful and reputable. And they will have a credit line with the supply house where they can get the materials on their own credit and do the work. Then when you pay for it, they can pay the bill. You see what I'm saying? When people, I don't care what the sob story is, when they tell you, oh, you know, yes, we can replace your roof, but you got to pay for the materials up front. No, you don't. Hey, call me at Masters Roofing Memphis, Tennessee, Ed Hill, Senior Consultant, 901-273-6594, and we'll get you taken care of. We carry all the risk. Amen. Number seven, will my insurance company automatically pay for roof replacement if my roof is storm damaged? Not anymore. That's the answer. It is no longer automatic, and this is a very complicated subject. Depending on your insurance company, depending on who the adjuster is, depending on the type of storm damage you have, depending on the type of policy you have, depending on the amount of your deductible, all of these things go into it to, to automatically say, yes, they will. If somebody's telling you, I guarantee you, I can get this paid for. No, they can't. This is not 1960 when Red Skelton used to advertise Allstate as a sponsor of his show 
and you were in good hands with Allstate or, you know, State Farm's a good neighbor. And I can't remember all the other companies' taglines. I'm not picking on them, but I remember those. This is not 1960. You call them, they come out, boom, it's done, here's Jack. It does not usually work that way anymore with most major insurance companies. So what do you do? Well, the first thing to do, and this is easy and it's free, is call me at 901-273-6594, and I'll begin to ask you the right questions, and we'll figure it out together. It may be that even though your roof might be storm damaged, for a variety of reasons, filing a claim might be the worst thing you could do. I'm going to tell you the truth based on my considerable experience since 2008 dealing with insurance claims and insurance companies. So will your insurance company just automatically come out and say, absolutely, here's a check. It doesn't work like that anymore. And you've got to trust me on that. If anybody's saying, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It works like that all the time. They're lying. I'm just telling you. Call me first. Number eight. How can I get an honest professional roof inspection? This is the easiest answer of the whole episode. <laughs> Call me. Call Ed Hill, Senior Consultant with Masters Roofing Memphis. If you can't remember all that, call this number and ask for Mr. Ed. That will be me. Call 901-273-6594, and I will give you an honest roof inspection. And yes, I'm not going to charge you, but you know, a lot of people say they'll give you a free roof inspection. Here's the difference. You can count on me to tell you the truth, even if you don't want to hear it. I'll tell you what I honestly think is the true condition of your roof, whether there's a claim or not, even if there's a claim, how much your insurance company might pay on that claim. And that way you can make the decision that is in your best interest. Hey, if you just want a price, just want a roof inspection, just want to know, call me at 901-273-6594. Thanks for listening to the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. It's been a lot of fun talking with you today. I hope this has been informative. Like the episode, share it with someone. And again, thanks so much for listening.